All right, then we're back. The dwarf, the cripple, and the mother of madness. That was our chat with Noble from CFR News Network. Mm. We had a good laugh, didn't we? We had a, a lovely time with Noble, I felt. Yeah, it was great. He's a nice guy. Mm. Very Did nice guy. Oh, that's my fault, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. Doing some... Uh, we went down a bit of a nostalgia. We did, didn't we? We just felt like we just needed some warmth on the podcast for once. So we, so we, so we managed to go back to our favourite 80s cartoon, Cities of Gold, for the 20th time. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Last action hero. Put your phone away. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you caused some interference. Is yeah. it? Is it? I can't hear it. I, I can hear it, it then. I heard That's it. That's weird. Come on. Sorry. All right. Shame. Oh, shame. Oh, he's now, and now he's moving his mic well, just to make the camera flicker. Because the noise isn't enough. Flickering and interference, please. <laughs> it's an audio-visual experience. <laughs> If you want to know what's going on, eavesdroppers, you need to go to the Odyssey channel. Oh, to see oh, Ben's just, oh. just trashing things. Oh, How is ben. How is he doing that? Because you, because it's it's a. I'm not. I'm... Oh, oh, there we go. <laughs> Do you want me to go and wobble the wire? No, I don't want it wobbling. Oh, there we go. My mic isn't going to stay there. It might do. Oh, maybe the wire from your headphones will hold it there. <laughs> Lucky. You could hold your microphone Just move, up. move around a bit. <laughs> oh, I really should have done this before we started recording. Can you, not just, can you not just tighten that thing at the end? That's what I'm you need to tighten, it. isn't it? Well, it was fine for the last hour. Oh, shit. <laughs> sake. Someone farted, by the way. Uh, nope. Okay. Nope. Why is that not playing? Is he not turned up? What? Nothing's playing. Yeah, I pressed this. Yeah, it's not turned on. Madness. There we go. Um, right, should we do some housekeeping? Yeah. Housekeeping. 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 I'm literally a communist. Cut out. This is a value for value podcast. If you find this podcast valuable, please consider returning some value. There's uh, loads of different ways of doing this. Uh, iTunes reviews are useful. Um, fuck me. <laughs> just, just fucking tighten it. Yeah, that, or just tighten the thing at the end. What are you doing? You need to. I got hairy legs. <laughs> I just hit that. Come on. It's besh. It's like his mum needs to come in and. <laughs> Who's tied for him? <laughs> there we go. Oh. 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 Well, I didn't know he even did that. There we go. Hello? Let's see, it's not hard, is it? No. Fuck's sake. That's what she said. Fucking amateurs. Uh, <laughs> housekeeping. Uh, um, <laughs> this is a value for value podcast. If you find this podcast valuable... Please do something for us. <laughs> return okay. the value. There are a myriad of ways to return the value. Yeah, iTunes reviews are useful. Mm. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel, but more importantly to the Odyssey channel where you get the full video, the mm-hmm. the, the stuff that's too spicy for YouTube. Yeah, hot. Goes on Odyssey to yeah. evade the censors. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, send us artwork. How many pixels, Ben? Oh, I always get this wrong. 2,000 square? No. 4,000. Minimum 1,400 square pixels, and I think maximum might be 3,000 square pixels. So 2,000 is about right. Yeah. yeah. As uh, long as it's a square. Oh. Square. It'll be all right. Send us um, news articles, videos. Send us jingle requests. Yeah. Um, messages. Just email us at thearmishinquisition at gmail.com. A minimum £5 fee on the jingle requests. Yeah. Forward your Minimum. Spam. Yeah, forward spam to us. Uh, we got a jingle request this week yeah, which I, a do- with a donation of £10. Wow. And I tell you, worth every penny. <laughs> Excellent. This will be. Is it a banger? It's a banger, yeah. Huh. Uh, what else? Buy some merch. Should we do that from the Amish loot chest? Yeah, buy some merch. I was going to wear my official Amish Inquisition um, hoodie tonight, 
but I didn't. Is it a? I'm literally Greek. a communist. It's a li- I'm literally a communist. It is. Yes, it's a literally a communist hoodie. Not a current grape T-shirt. No. no. Uh, only Ben has one of those in, on the Amish Inquisition crew. Get it worn. Yeah, I'll do. Um, yeah, we've done the emails. Follow us on social media. Uh, yeah. Share. Word of mouth. Ooh. Hits people in the mouth, as Adam and John from No Agenda would say. Yeah, the yeah. pubs are open now. Get out there, yeah. talking to randos. Yeah. Tell them about the Amish Inquisition. Yeah, play it over the PA. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. When you're in spoons. Yeah. Yeah. What's the best way to become a producer? Money. Donate. Toss a coin to your witch. Toss us a fucking coin. Do it for lads. 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 Yeah, if you go to the armistinquisition.com, you'll find a PayPal button there and you can give us a one off donation or sign up for a monthly. Which is highly. Well. Appreciated. Yep. Fuck. It really does bother me. It really bothers me. <laughs> we don't get enough donations, but, you know, yeah. this is a slow burn. Mm. We're building something, aren't we? Yeah. If you build it, they will come. Mm. Toss us coins. Mm. Yeah. Um, do I need to uh, thank the producers for episode 185? I think it's only right. Yeah, I think it's time to... It's time to big up the man Dems. Yo. Okay, producers from 185, we have DCI Shanks Slicko83, Mama Bear from Sunny Essex, Nominos Nodge, Anominus, and everyone who bought merch this week. Thank you. You're so amazing. In your love. In your chest feeding. Love. <laughs> they are. Yeah. So amazing in their chest feeding. Love. Literally. The best mate. <laughs> The dwarf, the current, the grape, the homophobe, the wind, the misogynist, the tosilizu mab, the fucking vegan, the root to liberty, the blind dog faced pony soldier, the asna, the corn pop, the devil in a rock and a half place, the fleshy deposits, the big stud, the blind man, the communist on the horizon, the cripple and the mother of from like a judgment day and terminating. Mode like Wait on. <laughs> yes! I don't get it, never will. Yep, thanks for your support for another week. This is a crowd produced, crowd funded podcast. Mm-hmm. On the same model as No Agenda, in that we rely on people to send us stuff and to help us to widen mm-hmm. our audience and provide us material. It's you know, this is how it works. This is the way we've decided to go. Imagine if you could take one day off a week. How good. With this, we could probably do two podcasts a week. Could probably do two podcasts a week, and you know, imagine if all of us could take one day a week off. Oh, we could do one every day then. <laughs> Come in here, Would you, that'd be all right. Your missus, wouldn't it? Armish Ben, sure, come yeah. here every night yeah, sure for fine. a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> Can't see any issues with that. No, but if we could take like you know every day off, then we could come here during the day, couldn't we? And it could be a day job. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Holy that. shit, mm. what a dream. Yeah. Uh, you know how much I love No Agenda? Yes, you They're do. My sort of mentioned he- it once or twice. Yeah. Heroes when it comes to podcasting and what our second half of show is loosely based upon, like poor man's poorly uh, produced No Agenda. Mm-hmm. But it really um, excites me when we record pretty much at the same time. So they do a show on Thursday and then they do a show on Sunday, which they, I think they start maybe at five or six o'clock for three, three, three and a half hours. And it really um, excites me when I listen on a Monday and we cover the same things and even have the same clips. It's like, whoa, we're doing something. Mm. No agenda have, who knows, roughly a million downloads, an episode, an army of thousands of producers feeding them stuff every week. So when our little podcast can sort of, emulate them to a certain degree it's it, it amazes me because we don't have their infrastructure and anyway i was listening to no agenda's sunday episode and they played the bill de blasio mayor of new york clip with the uh shake shack okay oh, yeah and they didn't pick up on let me check with bill retard is it bill retard <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't comment on retard bill retard 
maybe it's because it's like Bill Le- Leotard or something. <laughs> right. They know who he is. And they went from that clip straight into the Ohio lottery, exactly as we did as well. Wow. You know, I'm thinking, wow, we're, we're doing something right. Do mm-hmm. we need to list them as producers? Yeah. <laughs> More on that later. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Excite. Yeah, I'm just going to tease that in there. COVID-19 news. People have got to understand vaccination is going to be, in the end... Your route to liberty. The magic vaccine. A big fat shot in the ass. From hell. Oh! You know, it's just, you know, super painful. Like a judgment day and terminating mode It's not going to allow us to go completely back to normal. Anal swab test. <laughs> in the same ballpark as seasonal influenza. Because we're getting bored we want to have fun. I can't say if you're not wearing a face mask. Read the standing orders. Read them and understand them. I was uh, watching the the latest briefing. Mancock, Hat Mancock, did a briefing this weekend, and something caught my attention about the. Uh, they were talking about the new scariant, the Indian scariant, the B one seven one six point two. Okay, and the way that they're monitoring this variant, and this really caught my attention. We also analyse wastewater in seventy percent of the country, and we can spot the virus and the variants in the water. And that can help us identify communities where there's spread. As a result of all this analysis, we're now surge testing and increasing vaccinations in Bedford, Burnley. What's the implication there? They're sifting through our poop. You don't even have to make people get tested. Oh, oh. it's there. It's in the it's in the wastewater in Lancashire. Local yeah. lockdown, level four, please. Well, this is the thing. It's far too prevalent. Well, <clears throat> this is the thing, isn't it? It's, it, it's not. On the June 21st, I bet you it's going to be local lockdowns again, and we're not going to leave. It's going to be too high or whatever. Or the, you know, I was looking into it. There was something on, like, the local newspaper's website saying that our areas, it, it was something like 35... I might be. I'm going to be completely. Hundred thousand. Yeah, but it had it had been increased. It had increased twenty five percent in the week or something. The the yeah, case rate or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've I've seen that. It's gone up ten percent mm. from nothing, <laughs> from rock bottom. Yeah, I know. Yeah, cases are immaterial. Mm. The only thing anyone should be looking at is probably hospitalizations. Yep. Well, or now, deaths. Yeah. Now, yeah, with. Uh, well, from the so. beginning. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. young people don't die from this. Mm. Young, healthy people. Mm-hmm. I just thought that's interesting sort of development in that they're monitoring things remotely now and that they can pretty much just lock down any area on a whim now. They don't even need people to come forward and get tested. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, that's quite scary, isn't it? Because that's been an argument from the beginning, particularly by people like Mike Eden. They've said, you know, we shouldn't be testing this many people. Mm. PCR test is not the right tool for managing an epidemic. Mm-hmm. You have false positive rates when incidence, is, incidence of the virus is low. Mm-hmm. Uh, that cuts all that out now. You know, you can just take it take it from the water and decide whether, you know, you should have your freedom or not. But surely, I mean, what, how, how are they testing the sewage? What's the process for that? An anal swab test. Yeah, no, but they don't just look under a microscope, do they, and see if they can see? <coughs> oh, you know, run no, it. It'll be the PCR same thing. Test. Exactly, that's what I mean. Yeah. So it doesn't get rid of it, does it? Surely. And you know, the PCR test you can find anything on anything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? It's just something to keep an eye on. That development, which caught my ear. Mm. Um, our favourite TV doctor, Doctor Hillary. Uh. What's he done on, this time? He's been on Good Morning Britain, and uh, he's got a message for selfish bastards like Amish Matt. No, what have I done again? Who are planning on going on holiday this year. Ah, uh, the worst. <laughs> Look, as, as, as a doctor, I have to ask the question, is a holiday really important and essential yeah, exactly. in a global pandemic? Exactly. It really isn't. Well, it's a luxury. It's something that you can do without in order Hillary. to preserve life. Nope. Did he say a sensual global pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> a sensual? Yeah. Maybe but, if you go into that hotel Amish Mountain's talking about. I know, yeah. 
Uh, his point is like, you know, it's not essential travel, and you know, it's you're basically just being selfish. Yeah, so uh, you're shit. <laughs> that's you know, that's like the basic human condition is to be selfish and greedy. Fast forward 24 hours. Oh, Dr. Fuck. Hillary Jones defends his summer cruise after slamming non essential oh, holidays. Hell. It's one of the safest staycations. And where is it? What's his cru- cruise? Is he cruising seven. the cat going down the canal or something? Cruising round the British Isles. On Wednesday's episode of ITV Breakfast Show, Dr. Hillary had an outburst of frustration over people booking holidays now that lockdown restrictions have eased and even described them as dangerous. <laughs> Some then criticised the GP after it emerged he was booked on a cruise ship as a guest speaker in August. <laughs> Organised by luxury cruise line company Cunard, Dr Hillary will be sailing around the British Isles on the Queen Elizabeth ship for a round trip from Southampton spanning second seven nights. Would good, it, that. I might go on that. Yeah, and he wouldn't have been given this if he hadn't been on telly for the last year bigging up fucking COVID, would he? Bigging up his profile. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. You know, he's capitalised on this. Well, that's how he gets invited onto luxury cruises to do speaking engagements. Mm-hmm. That's what Same as the scientists. Mm-hmm. Same, same, same as the sage. Yeah. Toll rags. Well, I was just thinking, though, you know, by going on holiday and foreign holidays, you're contributing to, you know, a large part of another country's uh, economy. Um, and by us not going on holiday, you, you know, you're causing detriment to that economy. And what do we know when economies shrink is that, you know, everything else goes haywire, doesn't it? Health outcomes worsen, mental health mm. outcomes worsen, um, you know, money. When you don't have any money, what do you do? You know, so it's uh, I think I'm, I'm helping people by going to Ibiza and staying in the villa. <laughs> yeah, I think you're overthinking it. I would just say, fuck off. Well, this is the thing... Go on all day if I want, you dick. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go anyway because of no. work, so... Oh, well. Uh, very sad. There's been more hints about what could be in our future regarding the uh, local lockdowns. Cabinet Minister George uh, Eustace was on Sky News this week. Right. And, uh, he said this... Is the government actively looking at, you know, opening, fully opening on the 21st whilst imposing, if necessary, local restrictions on areas that are still struggling? Is that an option? uh, That would be an option, and we cannot um, rule anything out, obviously, at this stage. But our preferred preferred outcome is that we really double down and get the vaccination rates up in those areas that are seeing uh, these problems so that we can give them the immunity that they need to this virus, uh, and then we won't have to have any such local lockdowns. Yeah. It's uh, being teased, isn't it? Yeah. It's been... been um, and we're being prepped for it, aren't we? Definitely. And you know who's going to get blamed for it? Um, all these ethnic minorities that won't have the vaccine, is that what you mean? Anti-vaxxers. Oh, anti-vaxxers, sorry, that's what they're called, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's the story out there, isn't it? You know, and it was... It was I'm sure it was like... Um, Something on the news around people going to India. Like, there was 20,000 arrivals from India. Um, British citizens. Yeah. Um, you know, going to visit or what. I don't know what they, what they were for kind of thing. Um, well, uh, we have very close ties with India, don't we? Well, obviously, yeah. So, you know, but I think it is out there, isn't it, that um, this is an issue for certain communities, and it's always <sighs> communities, isn't it? Because um, I, I, I do think it's kind of... When it initially started, it was ethnic minorities are not taking the vaccine and now it's certain communities are not taking the vaccine basically wow so the the messaging has changed but you know very dangerous role to go on yeah but it's there isn't it and then you know if this lockdown sorry this lifting of lockdown doesn't happen in june who's going to get blamed yeah exactly anti-vaxxers got an article here from the independent Mm. this is what we do with anti-vaxxers no job no entry, no NHS access. Oh I've got some uh, highlights here. Being coughed on by someone with coronavirus is not my idea of freedom. Those refusing a vaccine must face the con- consequences. The rest of us have rights to, including the right to life. Oh, God. What should we do about anti-vaxxers? A presumptuous question, I know. Because they are human beings. 
Same as the majority of the population who choose to take the COVID-19 vaccines. And we're all entitled to do what we will or won't with our own bodies. Okay, good start. (laughs) But the time has come when the hard choices are looming closer. If we don't want this COVID crisis to last forever, we need some new simple guidelines. No jab, no job. No jab, no access to the NHS. No jab, no state education for your children. No jab, no access to pubs, restaurants, theatres, cinemas, stadiums. No jab, no entry to the UK and much else. (laughs) Who wants their grandma looked after by someone with coronavirus? Or teaching in a school full of kids sneezing the Indian variant everywhere? Oh, no. Or to watch a football game with someone coughing their viral load all over you? sexy. That's not my (laughs) idea of freedom. Yeah, it's a bit. Yes, but it's yeah, but this is up some vaccine hesitancy in me. Just reading that, that. it's pretty disgusting, isn't it? This is what it's kind of causing, though, isn't it? It's the them and us, and uh, it's not helpful. I don't think. You saw uh, Miriam Webster change the definition of an an anti-vaxxer recently. You said, didn't you? Yeah, you said, didn't you? Someone who doesn't think vaccines should be mandatory. Yeah, is now an anti-vaxxer, according to Miriam Webster, the dictionary. I would have thought that that's the wild. majority of people. Mm. I don't know. I think it might be switching at the moment. But this is the thing, yeah. though. So, but that person, you know, saying um, have the vaccine, and he's kind of alluding, you know, have if everyone got vaccinated, um, you know, lockdown would be over and all the rest of it. But shoot, we were at the point of herd immunity from the first vaccine shot, like, months ago. You're not allowed to say herd immunity anymore. Well, I know, but that that is the whole, you know, that's all, isn't that what we're aiming towards, the fact that it, the virus doesn't um, pass on as much because of this? So, you know, what is the point of it? What about the NHS? What if it gets overwhelmed? But this is the thing, though, but if we were at the point of herd immunity where, where the virus will not pass... Have you not because, heard about the new variant? Yeah, but it works against it. <laughs> So, but it doesn't work for everyone. Oh, fuck me. Well, no. the, the virus, the the vaccine doesn't work for everyone, does it? No, I'm playing. I'm paying. I know. Yeah, I know. Advocate, I know. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> it's five percent of um, whatever eighty-three year olds. It doesn't work for. Um, but I suppose it could be you know five percent of thirty-year-olds as well. I mean, the big thing is we can't stop people dying. No, especially well, not eighty-three-year-olds. No. Yeah, there is a trade-off. Yes, unfortunately, yeah. And um, the thing is, is that the measures we're taking are not consequence-free. They kill people as well. Yes. So you've got to strike the balance, but, you know, we're, we're politically we're, we're weak. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway. And it is about politics. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I got a thrill listening to No Agenda on Thursday. You know, I was talking earlier about sometimes we play the same clips and stuff. Did he? Did he clip us? Some crazy, some crazy podcast in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Oh from... my god! They have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Thursday's No Agenda. Well, the AstraZeneca vaccine will only reduce that by one point three percent. What? Yes, Pfizer will reduce your risk by zero point eighty four percent. Moderna, surprisingly, 1.2, and Johnson & Johnson with 1.2. And the Sputnik (laughs) comes in, uh, well, the same as Pfizer with 0.84. That's the absolute risk reduction you receive from them. It doesn't seem worth it to me. I thought, fucking hell. Let's look at this paper. That's a a, a blockbuster of true. What's up? We... What, weeks ago, four weeks ago, weeks ago, he's been listening. Are they listening to our podcast before we release it? <laughs> before, well, not before we release it. I don't think that would work. No, but I, I don't know. Maybe there is some cross pollination. Maybe, maybe there's like one of their millions of listeners is one of our listeners. It just impresses me that you know <clears throat> we, we were on that. Um, you know, weeks ago, ahead of ahead of them with the with the mm. massive network. Yeah, it's uh, more. Confirmation that we're we're doing we're heading in the right direction. I think, yeah, with uh, with what we're doing. Mm. 
Why are you doing, why are you doing a thousand yard stare? He just he just he just, just, pray, he just pray, praying for those five thousand dollar donations. <laughs> <laughs> He's just seeing that one day off. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! People donate sixteen hundred dollars for an episode. It's tax deductible, I'm sure. Yeah, I know. It hardly matters at that money, does it? No. It's tax deductible. I mean, they do really well, but it's an outstanding product. It's the best podcast in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> have, you not, have you not listened to any true crime podcasts? Oh, give it all of it. We now heard Three Bean Salad on the uh, on the BBC Sounds app. I've not listened to Harry and Meghan's podcast yet. Oh, I imagine that's lovely. I imagine it's pretty tragic. I'll yeah. listen to that for you. You don't have to delve into yeah. that. Yeah, give us some timestamps. <laughs> um, track and Trace. Right. You know the NHS app that people are being told to download? Mm-hmm. For the uh, for your vaccine c- certification status, is it? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm sure we've we've warned about this before, but anyway, this is uh, Julie Hartley Brewer from Talk Radio talking to the founder. Can't remember her name now of uh, Big Brother Watch about the NHS app. Mm. Party joined them, then that would be defeated. Can I just clarify though? What's happened again? So. The vaccine passport, again, my mum downloaded it, ready to go on holiday. Yes, one of those naughty amber list people. Oh, isn't she terrible? Um, after her double jab, um, to prove that she's got her double vaccine uh, and so she can get into to France. Um, but now it's been updated, and these apps, most people just click on, yeah, it just update automatically. It's updated to to add a lot of other things. Now, um, special category data has been added. Uh, so information relating to the individual's physical or mental health condition. It's starting then, isn't it? Who's Didn't we say thin end of the wedge, this? Yeah. So all our records are going to be on that. Like you. Well, mental and physical health data. That's where it starts. Don't fucking stop. Yeah, this doesn't stop there. Not, not just related to vaccinations. Information relating to the family. This is what's written on the app. I'm not making this stuff up. Information relating to the family of the individual and the individual's lifestyle and social circumstances. Social circumstances. Family. Social score. Social credit score. Said it a million times. You want to find out what's happening in the West in 20 years? Look at what's happening in China today. Yeah. Social credit system. Mm-hmm. With the UBI mm-hmm. tied to it, mm-hmm. be a good boy or you don't eat. <laughs> Carry on. Dances is on the app. Information which relates to the ethnic origin of the individual. Information relating to the genetic biometric details where processed to uniquely identify an individual and criminal convictions or alleged criminal behaviour. What the hell has any of that got to do with proving whether you've had two jabs or not? Mm-hmm. It's it's so alarming. It's so disturbing. Um, I mean, I'm still actually in somewhat uh, a level of, of, of disbelief about this, and we're trying to check this out uh, with our with our legal team because it's not clear uh, where that data is coming from. Are, are they just using boilerplate language on on this previous notice? I don't know, but that's the problem. I mean, this is all being done by the back door with very little transparency, and it's really alarming. If no parliamentary oversight either. They really are going to be collecting that kind of data. Then, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think we've just got our head in our hands. But the thing is, also, this app is a direct link into your medical records, yeah. and you are being all, all of your medical records, not not just Absolutely. your vaccine status. Yeah, and this will tie to <coughs> insurance companies. You want your health insurance to go abroad? Mm. Yeah. Do you smoke? <laughs> All that shit. I mean, yeah, you, you, you're asked that, aren't you? But they don't request it unless you're getting like, life insurance, I guess. I, yeah. think, I think our medical records were re- re- requested when we've got life insurance. I think. Are we going to start listening to conspiracy theorists? <laughs> well, it's happening, isn't it? But this is yeah, a, it's happening. You know, you still, it, it's not so much that, it's still a stigma, isn't it? It's a, it's a derogatory term now. Well, it, well yes, it's, it's, a, been, stick. Hasn't it? it's yeah. a stick to beat people with. Yeah. It's but, not a conspiracy you know. if it's happening, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's a conspiracy theorist until it's shown that it's actually happening. It's a conspiracy mm. fact. <laughs> well, it's just the way it is. It's just life. This is what they're doing. Yeah. You know, well, six months ago, it was a conspiracy theory. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah, you'll have yeah. all this data and, you know, it'd be linked to social credit score and all the rest of it. If we'd have said that, oh, hang on a well, minute. We did. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, say things like that and you get taken off YouTube and fact-checked. It was a joke. Uh, <laughs> it was a joke. It's pretty wild, though, isn't it? It yes. is. It is. Yeah. 
And, you know, it's this thing, isn't it? You know, it, it's all going to be there on your phone. And, you know, you'd be tracked. Imagine there'd be some kind of thing in the NHS tracking thing that'll say, well, you know, if you give us permission to track you, then that might improve your um, your score on your health outcomes, you know, because we can track how much you walk and how active you are. Yeah, same as, like, the black box in your car to mm. get a reduction on your car insurance for the young kids. I mean, that kind of... You can... Because I was looking at doing that, wasn't I, with um, with my life insurance, but the the goodies on offer weren't good enough for me to do it. Um, ah, but here the goodies are <laughs> being able to go to the pub. Well, yeah, that's the thing, isn't or it? Or on holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, is it worth it, I suppose, giving up your uh, anonymity? Hey, it's going to turn me into uh, Ted Kaczynski, all this shit. <laughs> I end up living in a cabin in the woods, just rejecting all this shit. It's horrible. Is mm. it the Unabomber? Yeah, yeah, that is the Unabomber. Yeah, have you read it? The Unabomber's Manifesto? No. It's absolutely fascinating. Is it? Absolutely fascinating. It predicts all this shit. Have you got it? <laughs> I haven't got it in hard copy, no. Yeah. Um, he got it printed, didn't he? In the paper. Did that, was that not the thing of his... And he would, he would um, reveal himself or something. Yeah. Um, I th- I'm pretty sure Darren and Graham from Grime America released <coughs> an audio. Graham narrated it. All uh, oh, right, okay. And I think they put it on their podcast feed, or, may- or maybe it's on Audible. I'm not sure, but I'll try and dig it out for you. But it's it's really interesting, mm. even though you know, it, maybe you went a bit too far. With the, uh, yeah, with, with the, the bomb, with bombing. The- I'm pretty sure, though, when you look into it, he was, like, almost dead in that shack in the woods because he was, like, living off roots and oh, stuff. Um, yeah, so it's a bit of a... Yeah, he was just about surviving kind of thing. It wasn't a nice lifestyle, anyway. No. And he was also blowing things up, so, you know, you don't want that. No, we were talking... I'm not sure if it was last week or the week before. I think it was you, Matt. You were talking about how people were feeling conned in that they'd got the uh, the jabby jab, yes, expecting to have their their freedoms restored, yeah, and uh, that's not panned out as of yet. No, and uh, I had a communique from a producer this week mm-hmm. with a, a jingle request. Okay, and uh, <laughs> is it free Nelson Mandela? <laughs> <laughs> I got my thinking cap up, and uh, this is for DCI Shanks. This oh. is what I've produced. This is what I've laid down on the table. Oh. I think it's worth every penny of the £10 he donated. Here we go. People have got to understand vaccination is going to be, in the end, your route to liberty. Masking up, washing my hands. This will be over by Easter. I think the curve is pretty flat now. What gives? All I want is a pint in a bowl. Took my chances on an adverse event Hope I'm not allergic Got side effects but now I'm back on my feet Just a man and his will to get lashed You see, I got the Pfizer, it's the cream of the crop No blood clots and no thrombocytes are being But Boris Johnson's gonna keep us locked up And what's worse is it's even though I got the Pfizer you know, it's just, you know, super painful, but it's not going to allow us to go completely back to normal. In the same ballpark as seasonal influenza. What do you think? Um, that was uh, amazing. Imagine yeah, what would, what would you would produce if someone gave £100. Well, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, uh, DCI Shanks donated £10, mm. and that took an hour of my time. Yeah, I think that's fair enough, isn't it, £10 an hour? I mean, it would be better for me to just go out and work for an hour <laughs> rather than the £10. Hey, it's the national living wage. But yeah. I've done it for the love of it. Mm. And, uh, that's, and, that's uh, excellent. And there, there, is, there has been a, a development oh. in that, um, you know, no agenda. Well, you don't because you don't listen, but no agenda have end-of-show mixes. Okay. Where at the end of their podcast, people submit... Parodies of songs. <laughs> you submitted it, and uh, and uh, you know mixes with the sound effects, like the Bill Gates, you know, and the Tony Blair and whatever. So 
I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll, I'll, I'll email the podfather. Oh, God, please. And uh, tentatively attached <laughs> my lovely, lovingly crafted MP3. I got a one-word reply. No. <laughs> Dynamite. Oh, wow. From Excellent. Oh, wow. Uh, that was this morning. So. Wow. It may be have the... already been on yeah. today. Ooh. We will see. We will see. That's excellent. And Sorry. did you did you did you write in the email? Um, please come on our podcast. And <laughs> no, he doesn't go on. He only goes on Rogan. Really, <laughs> <laughs> he's only come on our podcast. We just keep sending him. We just say, will he at least credit us? Say this is a, a jingle from Amish Phil from the Amish Inquisition podcast. It'll say Amish Phil. I don't know if he'll name drop the podcast. Oh. I'm not. Really, I'm not really bothered. It's uh, value. I I love their podcast. Yes. I've returned some value. It yeah, happened. Yes. I was making it for our show as well. <laughs> so. It's spreading a, it. <laughs> it's a cycle. Spreading it around. Yeah. So someone paid you. You use that money to pay them. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's the whole concept, isn't it? Pod, yeah. Podcasting 3.0. 2.0. 2.0. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed that, DCI. Mm. I think it's well worth your money. Mm. Um, Epic. I. I mean, I wanted more. Did you just fade it out? More. Yeah. Did it? Did you fade it out or? Was it just? Does it end there? You know, writing lyrics isn't easy. Okay, yeah, you know, it takes time. Yes, but did you? Was it just that bit, or was yeah? It, okay, okay, that's two, fine. two verses and a chorus. I thought was plenty. Yeah, but sometimes for ten pounds. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes what you do is you don't play it all. You think, oh, it's a mm. bit long. You think we'll get bored. But I was, I was really enjoying that. Yeah, definitely. The falsetto was yeah. sublime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't hit them notes. It's fucking high. I have the tiger. Yeah. But you know, I give it a go. I give it my best in in uh, well one take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zeus, my dog has had his DNA results back. Oh, Woo. DNA is this still in COVID news? No, no, <laughs> no. Fuck that. Okay. Yeah. Would you like to take any guesses? What, dog. what breed? Rot yes, Vi- definitely dog. Yes. Rot Viler. Based. Rod Rot Viler. You're going for Rot Viler uh, and um, that big fat one. Roddy. No, no, Roddy. I go Rottweiler, um, Bull Mastiff, Bull Mastiff, Rottweiler, Bull Mastiff, Boxer, Boxer, Doberman, Doberman. Um, I'm going to give um, a quarter of a point to Amish Ben. Oh fuck's sake! So we got Chihuahua. the uh, we got his <laughs> DNA, <laughs> got his DNA test back. He's fifty percent dog de Bordeaux. Ooh. What's that? What Hooch. does a dog Hooch. What are oh, French right. ones? Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turner, Turner and Hooch. Yeah, that's where it gets his barrel from, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 50% dog de Bordeaux. So one parent was a dog de Bordeaux. Mm-hmm. And he is 25% Staffordshire Bull Terrier. Oh, right, okay. 12.5% Doberman. Wow. And 12.5% Vishla. Vishla. The Hungarian Vishla, which yeah. is an ancient breed. Vishla. Yeah. So one parent was a dog de Bordeaux and the other parent was a cross between a Staffordshire Bull Terrier and a Doberman Vishla cross. Mm. Wow. So there you are. There you have it. Wow. We know what he is. He's officially a mongrel. Yeah, and he's... Good, cheap for the insurance. <laughs> well, Fungus the... a mongrel. <laughs> I was going to say, would that, that, that kind of breeding would stand him in good stead in terms of his health? Cause yeah, he, pedigrees know. are the worst. Yeah, that's what Cross I mean. breeds are slightly better and mongrels are the hardiest. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, you know, unfortunately, pedigrees are bred for certain traits, which makes them susceptible. You know, uh, Al- uh, German Shepherds are famous for Hips. heart and hip dysplasia. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the Mastiff breeds are famous for having heart problems. Right. Um, Basset Hounds, the eyes. Yeah, they get the yeah, juice. Same with English Bulldogs, mm, you know. Pugs. It's, mm. Pugs, mm. yeah. It's, it's shit, really. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of it now... It's not for utility. It's bred for aesthetics and fashion. Like, like the royal family. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it is a shame. So, yes, you're entirely correct. The more the sort of mixed breeds you have, more breeds you have in the dog, um, mm-hmm. hopefully, the uh, the less susceptible they are to genital genital to genital defects. <laughs> <laughs> Genetic defects, not genital defects. Mm. Uh, he hasn't got genital defects. No, he's got a big lipstick, hasn't he? Big cock. Yeah. Yeah. Grab his dick and twist it! Oh my... <laughs> not if he's 25% Staffordshire Bull Terrier. <laughs> Why's that? 
have your face up, wouldn't he? <laughs> oh, they've got a bad rep, haven't yeah, they, Yeah, it's cute as the, the grey ones. Do you know what? It, I think it's young uh, boys, isn't it? Uh, they're seen as a bit of a weapon dog, aren't they? Do you not think? In more ways than one. So. <laughs> yeah. A yeah. weapons dog, yeah. No, you see it, the guys, you know, the... The the scrolls, the young Hootons. young scrolls seem yeah. to seem to favour yeah. staffies, and I don't know why. Because the my wife's um, favourite dog was a um, a, an, a very ugly mongrel <laughs> that was called she was called the bearded lady Lolly Coco Coco, and she was like a staffie and all kinds of weird nonsense um, <laughs> and a crazy looking thing that would blend into floral carpet. So I'd stand on her all the time. <laughs> She camouflage perfectly, her scraggly fair. Bred with a chameleon. Well, no, she would just, like, you know, it was quite dark on the landing when I used to come out of her, mom and dad, her bedroom at her mum and dad's, and uh, she'd just be led there on the landing, and you couldn't see her because she was like a mottled brown and grey girl. Right, brindle. And she had... Um, and she, all the fair was all scraggly and stuff, and she would just be led, and I couldn't see her. Wow. Sand on it all the time. Oh. But she was lovely. Yeah, I think they're um, they, they've got a unwarranted bad name. I think staffies. Yeah. yeah, I think it comes down to the owners. I don't, I don't think there is bad breeds. <clears throat> I think there's uh, like humans. Dogs have traits, don't they? And I think some are more anxious and aggressive, possibly, and some are more placid and happy. Um, you know, we can't have them in this country, but pit bulls are very popular in the in the states, mm. and uh, they seem to be very good with people. Yeah, you know, if they're well trained, you know, I think sure maybe it it's, it's probably nature and nurture as yeah, always. It's is, is yeah. a mix, isn't it? I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on from dog news, <laughs> Jackie Weaver has the authority oh. has been released. Oh my god! Who did she have on? First guest, brand new podcast. Who's a podcast? Hatman Cock, <laughs> Prince <laughs> Harry. Jeremy Vine. Jeremy oh, Christ. Yeah. God's sake. I don't think he had any idea who she was or what was going on. How did he get booked for it? He'll do anything for money, I think, I guess. Anyway, here we go. Yeah, she can pay. What is amazing to me is I'm on a meeting oh. with Jackie Weaver. This is incredible. <laughs> who was the bloke who shouted, don't hear, don't start, don't start? Who was that? Who was that? He's no idea, has he? I think he meant to say... You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. Yeah, that's what it's like. That's the famous quote, isn't it? That he's looking for. Yeah. I'm the vice chair. I take charge. <laughs> I take charge. Yeah. It was like uh, John Snow <coughs> in Game of Thrones. That. Who me? That, that guy the then. I'm king of the north. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe not. No, maybe Reese Bolton. <laughs> yeah, not John Snow. Reese. <laughs> Whatever. Reese. What's his name? Reese. Reese Bolton. Oh, fuck me. Not Reese. <laughs> Reese Bolton. Reese Bolton. Another uh, highlight for you. There's two things I don't do. Right. Oh, God. Anal and... <laughs> felching. Uh, anal felching? Yeah. That's, that's one, isn't it? That's one thing. <laughs> Spider-Man. <coughs> she doesn't take a Spider-Man. Right. Only two. Only two. Geography and history. Oh, gosh, you're like me. That's the problem I had at school. But do you blame your teachers like I do? No, I mainly blame the fact it's boring. Oh, come on. Where is the Sahara? You know, this is an interesting question. You know, what is it that makes... It's fucking riveting, isn't it? I can tell by looking at your faces. You... Yeah, no, I hope it doesn't get any downloads. Makes a rock green. Why is it interesting to know where the Sahara is? When am I going to need to know this? It's well, it's true. I think it's quite interesting where the Sahara is, and you know, yeah, of course the, it is. The Sahara generally, yeah. and you know, the people that live there. True that I think the happiest people are people who haven't travelled. I do believe that in life, choice is dangerous. Well, all right, okay. Surely. So we're going down that you know Marxist <laughs> uh, route here. Well, he is, he is on the BBC. Yeah. <laughs> Choice is dangerous. Yeah. Well, this is like... Uh, I think he's been institutionalised through lockdown, maybe. We're we linking to... What's his face? Oh, the uh, Phantom of the Opera f- philosopher. Michael Crawford. Michael Crawford, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It is a bit of a callback to that, isn't it? Yeah. 
paralyzed by choice. No, mm. I think that's on you, Jeremy. I don't, I don't think I feel that way anyway. No. Having choices is not good. Everyone says you need choice. You don't. If I went to a restaurant today and someone said, look, this very attractive waitress will oh. spend the evening with you if you would like it, that's, that's, that's a choice. That's good. But it's not good for my marriage. That's my a wife. choice. That's good. <laughs> Why has he gone there? It's not good for my marriage. Why doesn't he just say, you know, if I want to go and buy a car, um, you know, there's thousands of different cars. Everyone buys SUVs, which are pointless. It's a weird flex, isn't it, right? And, uh, (laughs) yeah, why why is he going straight to prostitution? Because, obviously, there's something there, isn't there? Yeah. Anyway. Wife would not be impressed. So I think... Um, she, she's not going to be impressed that it was even a thought. Jeremy. No, to be honest, as I told that story, I realised that was even more dangerous than the last one. Yeah, yeah, weird flats, Ben. Mm. Mm. This podcast suddenly got more interesting. <laughs> yeah, uh, here's Jackie talking about a dinner date. Whatever had been on that plate, yeah, but <laughs> would have gone in me no matter how much. And I disliked it, and I would have smiled and exactly. said it was lovely. Exactly. But it's a weird, weird turn of phrase, that. Whatever had been on that plate, yeah, but <laughs> would have gone in me. Was it a gherkin? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it might as well have been a gerbil, so, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I've saved you the trouble. It's it's gash. It's terrible. Awful. Oh no! Did you listen to it? Yeah, because I knew there would be material in there. What's uh, what's the runtime? Half an hour. <laughs> Just listen Small to Mal and Baker podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Instead. Yeah, you might learn something mm. rather than uh, Jeremy Vine's weird psychology. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of interesting, but I don't really care about Jeremy Vine, so... No, Plus, we all knew he was a wrong <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Did you uh, did you see the toddler who saw a, a goat in her back garden? Ah, oh, sorry, no. but I didn't listen to the sound. <laughs> you had it with the sound off. You missed the best bit. I know. A fucking goat outside. It's just a goat. No, it's a fucking goat. <laughs> fucking goat. So it's about two years old. Uh, yeah, his mum not just shouted to dad, there's a fucking goat in the back garden! <laughs> and then you immediately turn around and your two-year-old's there and you go, oh, shit. They are weird, aren't they, kids, how they pick up things instantly. Mm. And you haven't to react. No, if no. you react, you're just asking for it to be repeated. No, she's yeah. right to say it's, it's just a goat. Mm-hmm. Fucking vegan goat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a soya goat. Yeah. <laughs> just a blind man. Oh, dear. Anything? Uh, what time are we on? Ten past ten. Have you got anything else for us? Just that yeah. Iceland, Iceland Eurovision banger we need to squeeze in. If you, we can't play music, can we? Well, no. That was, no, I've not clipped it. That because was the finest music I've heard in a long time. It was a great song. Mm. It was a great song. I love the knitwear. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So the keytars that turned into a circular keyboard in the middle eight. Do you feel, you said that you were underwhelmed by this year's Eurovision, though. So do you feel it wasn't as outrageous as it normally is or something? Exactly, yeah. It was too, they were taking themselves too seriously. Far too seriously. Were the songs too good this year, do you mean? No, they're, they're never good. <laughs> but at least they can have fun with it. Right, okay. Occasionally there'll be a banger or a mm. brilliant song. Usually one a year. Mm-hmm. And then, other than that song, you just want them to go hog wild. Right. Just completely... As mental as possible, please. Yep. On this, like the the performance and stuff. Yeah, and the staging and mm-hmm. and everything. Russia was pretty weird, wasn't it? With the big started big weird, doll. and then it was done in twenty <laughs> just, seconds, yeah. and then it was like a a pretty lame rap thing. Like a rap, yeah. They should have had pussy right on. <laughs> are they? Are they still a thing? They're still in prison, are they? I don't know. When they had that all that um, text up at the back, I thought, are they going to make a political stand? No. Here? <laughs> what what country was it in? <laughs> It was in, uh, oh, I don't know, it wasn't Holland, but that's where the the uh, VT was when they were going around looking at those houses. Rotterdam. Oh, it was in, it was was it? in Holland. Oh, right, no, okay. there you go, Rotterdam. So do, you, do you see the controversy today over the winners? No. The Italian no. rockers? No. Uh, yeah, there's an investigation underway because uh, <laughs> footage seemed to have see, shown the singer snorting coke off his table. Oh, dear. While the results were being counted. 
the van the band vociferously deny it and he says he was picking up a broken glass with his teeth <laughs> with his nose <laughs> with his <laughs> snorting some glass but i mean you'd have to be pretty daft to snort coke when there's a camera permanently on you yeah you would go to the men's room yeah yeah, yeah unless he was so high that he just didn't care They've uh, they've volunteered to take drug tests. I, I think it's maybe uh, a store in a teacup. I think maybe they, yeah, you know, there was no drugs involved. Mm-hmm. A snowstorm in it. <laughs> snow globe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, poor show. I wish I'd come and watch Total Recall with you two. To be honest, uh, that was good. It was it was bizarre watching it in the cinema. I was just saying. Uh, I think it's the first time I've seen the, an Arnold Schwarzenegger film in the cinema. I mean, I, I, uh, Total Recall was a film that I recorded off the TV and watched over and over and over again mm-hmm. um, in the 90s. But it was weird watching it, uh, yeah, on the cinema. On the, the big screen. Yeah. The massive, with the eyes bulging out. <laughs> yeah, that. And also the um, how the film was, like the misogyny. And oh, fuck off. <laughs> And That's not what you were saying in the cinema, back. <laughs> and the uh, and like the throwaway lines and stuff. Like what? I can't remember. I, nice to meet you. He says at the end of something, doesn't he? Well, when he meets someone, that yeah. it's nice. Why is that misogynistic? <laughs> well, no, I, I, I don't think there's that. He, he uses the term Indian giver at one point. Uh, Indian I giver. I think that's, isn't that where you give someone something and then you ask take for it, it back? back. Oh right! Oh, I don't remember that. We might be wrong, but we we might we we're linking that to Native Americans, mm. yeah. and so you know, like uh, that kind of thing. So there was that, there was bits and pieces like that, but it was just yeah, that was it was we- weird watching a film that isn't so sanitized. That's what it was. Yes, yeah, it was of its time, and it, yeah. it was before anyone. You got told about anything. You just made a film. <laughs> you made a we'll film. Have explosions here, and yeah. all this glass is going to break. Like know? the fucking thing that made me laugh. One of the things that made me laugh the most is when that I assume <gasps> was an electric Johnny Cab smashing <laughs> crashes in ten foot into a wall <laughs> yeah. and just explodes into a small fireball and then into a giant fireball. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what's on fire? <laughs> I, I don't what's know what's burning. <laughs> I don't know what caused that. Was it? Was he angry because oh, he, he didn't pay him? <laughs> oh, the famous pulling the probe out of the nose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what also made yeah that and uh, the, the amounts of times he goes. It's just like every ten minutes he's in pain. Yeah, he has a rough time on Mars. Yeah, get your ass to Mars. Um, and also, yeah, it was. Uh, I enjoyed it though. And also, when you, still when you come out of that, as cheesy as it is now, looking back at it, the the story, and you never like we, me and Ben were just saying, you, you're never sure whether or not it was a dream. Yeah, yeah. right to the end. It's Philip K. Dick. You don't know, do you? Because it just book, ends. Yeah, yeah. It's based on on K. Dick, and it was Soderbergh film. No, no, Verhoeven. I always get them mixed up. Yeah, he's done some bellas, Starship Troopers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did RoboCop, and that's why Michael Michael Ironside is his go-to guy, and Cohagen's in a lot of his stuff. Cohagen's in RoboCop as well, isn't he? I get you, bastard, Cohagen. Yeah, Michael Ironside, he's in Starship Troopers. Yes, he is. That's a there's some proper political commentary in Starship Troopers. It gets overlooked in all of it. It's a silly film. And Total Recall, there is as well. Absolutely, yeah. It's you know, it was it was the demolition man of its time. And RoboCop as well. If you think about RoboCop and corporations and Mm. policing and the militarization of the police. Yeah. Well, a lot of times these daft films are vehicles for yeah, a, yeah. a message. serious message. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not showgirls. Uh no, that was just sexy fun. That was uh, that was him as well. Versace. Verhoeven. <laughs> Versace. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, infamous pool shagging scene. Yeah, it was the guy from Twin Peaks, weren't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what was that all about? Was but you it? know, she was in was she not she was in Saved by the Bell, wasn't she? Yeah. So, you know, that was like a teenage fantasy to be able to see her naked and having sex with people. Right. You don't think? On that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Well, uh, 
Well, what time is it? It's, it's quarter past ten, according to my clock. Okay. 17 minutes past ten. My cue? Yeah, it's time to go, really, isn't it? Yeah, so what we'll do is we'll keep an eye out for um, classic Arnold Schwarzenegger films and yeah. uh, Ben can get his free tickets again. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll save my dream about your uh, your wife. Again, until next week. Again. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's been good. I've enjoyed tonight. It's been a good yeah. show. Yeah. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Anything yep. to add? No. Uh, praise Jabalon. Wakanda forever. Epstein didn't kill himself. No. Ghislaine knows. Ghislaine's <laughs> nose? Yeah. People have got to understand vaccination is going to be, in the end, your route to liberty. Masking up, washing my hands. This will be over by Easter. I think the curve is pretty flat now. What gives? All I want is a pint in a bottle. Took my chances on an adverse event. Oh, I'm not allergic Got side effects, but now I'm back on my feet Just a man and his will to get lash You see, I got the Pfizer, it's the cream of the crop No blood clots and no thrombocytopenia But Boris Johnson's gonna keep us locked up And what's worse is it's even though I you know, it's just, you know, super painful, but it's not going to allow us to go completely back to normal. In the same ballpark as seasonal influenza. You don't give a fuck.
Slipping through my 